Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, right, right. Thursday morning. Good, good Thursday morning. One and all. It's Taz and the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocky Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Mike Pete, across the way, thank you. 855 212 4CBS. 855 212 4227. Attention, hotline fans. Right. That is your number to call till 9 a.m. Eastern Time. We go. Next three hours with you, Sirius and XM206, the app as well. Thank you to all of our affiliates across the country. We appreciate it. What's going on, Taz? Oh, Moose. Yeah, I'm here, man. Uh, rocking and rolling. You're here. We're ready to do our, our great show. We do every single Day. We got a really interesting and unique uh, bench cut start letter, as you know, Moose. We're going to do uh, XFL. They dropped their names and their logos uh, uh, for their franchises. Mm. So the New York franchise, the St. Louis franchise, and the Seattle franchise, we're going to do a bench cut start. So you people need to pay attention. You can call the show and give yours later on, 855-212-4227. Randy Cross will join us a little later on the program as well. Talk a little college, talk a little bit NFL, CBS Sports, uh, three-time Super Bowl champion, uh, you know, a very, very good player in his day playing center uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. So he'll join us a little bit later on in the program, Taz. And we get it going a little football because, uh, you know, as as we kind of flushed out yesterday, everything surrounding the Browns, the latest and greatest, Baker Mayfield, the GQ piece, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. in Sports Illustrated as the Browns are on the cover. I don't think that's regional. I think it's national. It might be regional. Sometimes they do that, especially when the NCAA tournament does right. roll around. But uh, Browns are on the cover of Sports Illustrated, their NFL preview issue, and Beckham still uh, you know, talking about the Giants. Now, it did not happen. <laughs> the interview did not happen yesterday right. or the last week. I mean, and Beckham, since he had that Remember, he had that uh, little football camp that he was running. I believe mm. it was in Ohio right before the start yes, of Browns training yep, yep, camp yep, and came out and basically said after his last one, I think that was – was that GQ as well that he was in? He I did. Be- a, he did. Yeah, we talked about I think it. it was uh, GQ. I think it was GQ, I think right? it was because he had fa- – he, he, he was – It stop- was GQ. I believe yeah, it was yeah. as well. Um, so – uh, but he came out and basically said, listen, I, it's time for them to move on. It's time for me to move on. We're all moving on. Then this comes out. So, um, you know, that adds more fuel to the fire. But more so the Mayfield stuff where he comes out and, you know, he was critical of Daniel Jones. He talked about the fact that he was taken out of context via Instagram. And yesterday, Baker Mayfield reached out to Daniel Jones uh, to, uh, to quote-unquote, clear the air uh, with the young John signal caller. And you know what? That to me, that's a good thing. Okay, that's a good thing. I mean, again, some people are like, "Oh, why are you walking it back?" Well, because maybe he realized he came across really bad. Meaning Baker Mayfield. That's why he's walking it back. I mean, he realizes it doesn't look good for him, and it doesn't look good amongst former NFL players and current NFL players when you go and you drop names. And I said this when it first came out: you can't drop names. You can't do that, especially when you're only going into your second year in the NFL. You just don't need to spit other people's names out your mouth. They, these guys have a code. These guys have a code in their locker rooms. No matter what team they're on, you got to be careful with that. And Mayfield, yeah, I know he prides himself on being outspoken, and he gives his very opinionated, 
and he's more than entitled to to all of that. But there is ethics. There is a code amongst the locker room and the players. I think he got to be careful, and I think he realized that. And who knows, Moose? Maybe a veteran player or a coach on that Brown staff said something to him. Maybe somebody else in the league that he's good friends with that's a veteran. Maybe a retired player shot him a text or called him and said, hey, Bake, listen, man, you got to be careful with this. This came off wrong. Even though you were taking out of context, you can't be spitting other people's names out your mouth. And maybe you should reach out to the kid. Or maybe Baker did it on his own. Regardless, well, yeah, that's I, what I was going right. to say. Maybe, maybe he did it on his own. Know, maybe, you know, he, he doesn't have. really necessarily, you know, uh, need the advice. Maybe it's just, you know, human instinct, uh, basic instinct that he realized he came across poorly. Or sure. maybe the very fact of, you know, when he stuck to it, uh, saying that he was misquoted or taken out of context, Taz, uh, maybe that's the point of contention as well. That's not what I meant by the comment. I wasn't coming out and, and quote-unquote, ripping you. Um, it was not that was not the scenario. It, it was a case of using you as an example to kind of hammer home the point of NFL executives not, not understanding how to evaluate collegiate quarterbacks and the fact that winning is important on the college level. So, you know, there, there's a number of ways that you can look at it. I mean, I think Mayfield, you know, did the right thing. However, whatever path it was to get there, inner circle, friend, mm. teammate, other veteran, sure. league source, himself, however he got there, Taz. Uh, he got to the right place uh, because you know the distractions for the Cleveland Browns have got to come to an end as week three of the NFL preseason is upon us here uh, with action tonight. Um, and this is the dress rehearsal, quote-unquote, for the start of the NFL regular season. If you even want to call that anymore, we'll get to that momentarily. The Browns have got to get focused on football. Mayfield's got to stop talking about other people and other teams. Uh, Beckham has got to stop talking about the Giants, which for the most part, aside from this SI piece, he pretty much has um, and has not gotten his uh, you know his hands wet or hands dirty uh, talking about the, the, the New York football Giants. So um, for Mayfield, Taz, he got there where he needed to go. And mm, yeah. uh, to try and end the story, not give any more oxygen to it, um, and I don't think Daniel Jones added any oxygen whatsoever. No, he handled it no. brilliantly for a young signal call. Again, criticized by a second-year quarterback, and uh, I think it was—I think it was right for Mayfield to do what he did. And listen, you mentioned Daniel Jones and how he handled this from Jump Street with this whole thing with Mayfield and this GQ thing. Listen, uh, Daniel Jones has been nothing but high road throughout this whole thing, as the Giants have been. They've, Daniel Jones handled this perfectly. Took the high road each time. Mayfield even said that when he contacted Jones, was very nice, very cordial, um, and, and and you know that that's the right way to handle it because you know why you're playing you're playing the babyface role. You're playing the good guy role. You're Daniel Jones. He did nothing. He's minding his business. He's just he's just trying to impress the, the Giants coaches enough that he can get some 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 time playing. Uh, if, if Eli uh, gets injured or is having a rough day or whatever, he just wants to learn that offense and learn that system. That's all. Daniel Jones is just trying to prove himself to his coaches and his teammates. Um, so he took the high road on this whole thing, Daniel Jones. Uh, for a, to, for a young guy, he handled it perfectly. In my my view also. Yeah, I, I, and and I think for him, it it probably is. Uh, Baker Mayfield, in a strange way, has probably helped him out a little bit. Sure. Um, yeah, you're right. I think he is. Uh, it's been a scenario now where he becomes a guy that's easily to root for. Uh, he certainly has played uh, pretty well and looked the part here in the NFL preseason, which is important. Something that we talked about earlier, uh, watching uh, you know Giants preseason football action, Taz. But 
Uh, now I think he's a guy that you can get behind if you're a Giant fan and root and you know and and root for. And he certainly has this us against the world or me against the world kind of mentality. Where outside of the Giant organization, everybody is there and been critical. Even guys that are in the league have been critical of me going sixth overall. I'm going to prove them all wrong. That can add to motivation. Certainly uh, makes him a guy that uh, Giant fans can get behind. I think it actually helps. In a strange way, Daniel Jones here in a giant yeah. uniform. No, no, I think you're right. Uh, I definitely think you're right. It it, it helps. It sh- first of all, if it shows his character, Daniel Jones, that that he was raised properly and has conducted himself like a, like a, a smart young man and a professional. Like I used the word high road before. That's all that jumps out to me. High road. That's mm. that's how he handled it, and it does help him. It does help him. I I, I think Giant fans, football fans, that unless you're a Browns fan or a Mayfield fan. You almost, I don't want to say you feel bad for, for this kid, Daniel Jones, in this scenario, but it almost, I, you know, it's human nature. You're going to feel a little bad because this guy who's uh, Mayfield, who's a huge personality, a huge NFL star, and he hasn't even, uh, you know, won a playoff game or, or played two years in the NFL. And Mayfield, because of his brand building, he's gigantic. So he's a much, much bigger star than Daniel Jones. So for him to just, which seemed like at the time, taking a shot at a kid who's just trying to get behind Eli Manning, a, a living legend who's playing right now, and try to show his worth to a team. Mayfield, out of nowhere, out of left field, makes this comment. How do you not feel bad if you're a Giant fan or a football fan for Daniel Jones? It's very hard not to feel bad for him. You know what I mean? I felt bad for the Jew. Uh, I did as well. Yeah. I did as well. And I think he is, in, you know, getting booed at Yankee Stadium. You know, I didn't, I didn't love the pick, but you know, if he proves to be a, a franchise quarterback for the Giants, you know, I'll, I'll be proven wrong. I'm not telling you that Daniel Jones can't play. I'm talking about the value of the pick when it was selected. I didn't think he was the sixth best player in the draft, but if he becomes a guy for the next ten, twelve years that's leading that Giant organization, you know, the Giants and Dave Gettleman will get the last laugh because that's really what you're in the position for, especially when you've got an older quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, you know what's interesting, Moose is like. Why would, like, so So what happens is Dan, um, uh, Baker Mayfield, he ended up texting, you know, Daniel Jones. I yeah. Mean, don't you want to make that? That's, I mean, in my opinion, that's. I think that's, it's just a sign of the times, Taz. I, I think you're right, but. Nobody, I, co- nobody I, picks I, up I know, the phone. I know, you're right, you're right. We've but, talked about this before. I, right? I know, I know. It's, I people know. go out I, of their I, way I just, to avoid phone calls. I, I, I know, everyone's They so really busy. do. You're right, I told no, you're, I, right. you're not wrong. I told you the example. I, I have a friend of mine, I'll call, won't answer the phone, then he'll text me back, hey, what's up? Yeah. I'll be like, well. I, I tried calling you. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. What's going on? How you doing? Right, right, right. No, I know, like, I know well, what you mean. Why, I why don't Why don't you pick up the phone? I, I know. I. Why do I now have to spend time texting you? Why can't right. you just pick up the phone for five minutes and we can go back and forth? I, but uh, like, and he does it on on the regular. It's right. a rare time. It, it's that annoying. You get him yeah, to pick no, up. I know, I that's think. annoying. But yeah, I think it's just. Uh, it is a sign of times. I think it just is what it. I think that's a sign of the time. But I think just. I think in this situation. You, even though Baker's a young guy, as Daniel, you got to try to find yourself to take five minutes because things get lost in translation via text or via oh, I email. Don't, I don't disagree. No, I know you know that. I'm yeah. just saying, like, me too. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I'm a big text guy. I know you're a big text guy, but you and I, we talk on the phone a lot. Yeah. Thought, when it's something, because it's going to be like stuff we talk well, about for the show. It's get, long text. I mean, plus, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. That's we a talk long about text. The, right. There's no doubt. And, so you got to talk. You and know, and you're right. Just like on, you know, if you make a Facebook post or you post on on Twitter, 
uh, you know, th- some things play and some things don't. Yeah. Um, tone of voice, sarcasm, whatever you don't it might know. be, yeah, cracking yeah. a joke. Right. I mean, that, that, you know, sometimes you can that comes over text and someone can take it the wrong way. Then Absolutely. you're explaining yourself, right? And you're right. getting around to the point of no doubt. Uh, of of then getting, a, you right. know, you're you're getting off track to the point of the reason why reaching out to that individual. So yeah, I don't disagree with you, Taz, but. I, you, you and I come from a different standpoint. I agree. I would make that phone call if I were if yeah. I were Baker Mayfield. However, I I just think you're looking at two guys in their young twenties where texting is the thing. Yeah, I had it uh, something similar. Not to get to too much in the woods here with this, but a, with a wrestler in WWE, something with one of my old moves, and he he got in touch with me on Twitter and was asking yeah. me these things on Twitter <laughs> from the public. Well, that's that's that's. But he, he, I, and so then we then he ended up following me on Twitter, and then we direct message, and even then it wasn't a phone call, right? I you mean, know, like it was. I was like, right? Listen, I, I mean, listen, let's, if let's we, talk. You know, right, I agree with you, and that makes sense. <laughs> now, if Mayfield had reached out to Daniel Jones, I don't even know what Daniel Jones' Twitter handle is, but I if he know. reached out to Daniel Jones via Twitter. It was up for public consumption. Then that, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, that I, would be. That's a little too much. That's that would be. This, this, that this would actually be. happened to me. Not yeah, too long right, ago. <laughs> right. That would actually be more. Yeah, ironic, but, but you're right. This is a sign of the times. And you know, the only time. And just advice for anybody out there. I know you know this moves. You know, I, I will. I was doing some business with someone last week on the phone. We were texting. Right. It's nothing to do with with, with radio and all that stuff. <laughs> and then I said, "Listen, you got a minute to talk." I didn't want to text a lot of stuff. Because some stuff you don't want to text, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to leave a trail. It's a paper trail, right? Yeah. So you got, you know, not you know, I, mean, I got a lot to hide. You know, you got to be careful. Tons and tons to hide. Well, you, know? you want to be open and honest, but you don't want it out right. there I'm hiding forever. Uh, because once you text it <laughs> or once you put it on Twitter, it's out there for everyone. Let's That's hear right. from Mayfield. All right, uh, here he is talking about the fact he reached out to the Giants quarterback. Take it had nothing to do specifically about Daniel, about the winning and stuff. But you know, I reached out to Daniel because all that blew out of you know way out of hand and I wanted him to know how I felt and I've heard nothing but great things from Saquon and Sterling Shepard uh, guys that you know have a lot of respect for him and that I you know respect their opinions and so I uh, just want to clear the air with him uh, here he is uh, saying that uh, the GQ piece will always attack on him as well that came back on my character you know that's one thing that I don't care about a lot of opinions of it, you know, if you like me or not but that looked like my character was you know way out of line and so that's the only reason I addressed it well, he's he's not wrong. He came. I mean, in essence, uh, he kind of basically said what we said, uh, yeah. which is in essence he looked poorly, and uh, he did come across poorly, and it was an attack of his character to where the people are basically telling Baker Mayfield to shut his mouth, um, yeah. and that's not what you want to have if you want to be an outspoken guy uh, and a quarterback in the National <laughs> Football League, and clearly he's going to be a guy as long as he stays healthy. Uh, Mr. 26 touchdowns, rookie record, rookie record a year ago. That's not going anywhere anytime soon. How about the Giants quarterback? Here's Daniel Jones on the attack once again. Handled everything beautifully. Take a listen. There's a lot of things that motivate me before something like that would. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'm a, I'm a very passionate person. I mean, I think I have, um, you know, I, you know, I don't always don't always show it, but I think I am a very very passionate person. Well, and I, I think, you know, you have to take Jones for what he is. He's kind of like an Eli close. I was just going to say is, that. I, you yeah. took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. just gonna, it, it's like that's how Eli would have handled this. Yeah. Like, same way, and years he, ago he's anyway. He's got yeah. that kind of, you know, and you hear a guy that's kind of monotone telling you how much personality he has, insert joke. And, and, <laughs> Mundane Jones. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. and so, but I, I think it is who he is. And I, I think it does play in the respective marketplace. I, I think both quarterbacks play. You know, oh, yeah, the the yeah, Cleveland Browns sure. were looking for an identity. They're looking for somebody to be a an instrument of change. Right. Mayfield is that. 
um, personality-wise, Taz, and and performance-wise. And I think Daniel Jones, they were looking for a young quarterback to come in that they believed was talented enough to be their guy moving forward, but was also not going to be a guy that was interested in being a star right. in New York. Bigger than the team. Correct. Right. And and that's exactly what they got in Daniel Jones. They got a quarterback that they believe in, a quarterback that's very similar in personality to the veteran that's on his way out in Eli Manning. Um, but he's also got a very similar personality, uh, not only game, but similar personality, Eli. And I think that for them, they're comfortable with that, and that plays in New York. Absolutely, and it, it works. It's fine. I mean, look, they're two – and you make a great point. I mean, they're two completely different characters – and there's nothing wrong with that. That's plays for each one of them. And Baker Baker Mayfield, you know, he's he's all about swagger. He's a swagger guy. He's he's a, he's a gunslinger type guy. That's his thing. He's gonna he's he's got a he's got a, a big mouth and he's proud of it. And he's got a big walk on that field. And he he's cocky Jones. He got no problem. Where Daniel Jones, he's more laid back, you know. And he's gonna be like you said, like when you mentioned uh, <laughs> Eli Manning. I'm like, oh, I was just gonna say that because he he yeah, it's tough not to think of a young Eli Manning in the way this kid's disposition is. The early goings of seeing Daniel Jones, all business. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you get it done, I mean, that's all that matters. And I think Daniel Jones eventually will get it done on on that field. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So want to hear from you. Um, what's your take on the apology by Baker Mayfield? Do you believe it was an attack on his character? Are you trusting it? Do you think he did it because he just looked bad? Or do you think he did it because he really uh, you know, felt bad about the comments they made in the GQ piece? Or maybe it was just taken out of context, as he said. Want to hear from you, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. It's Taz of the Moose on a Thursday morning. You know where you're at, CBS Sports Radio. Well, Moose, you know, support for Taz and the Moose comes from Manscaped. Number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. You know, a good friend of mine, Sink Johnson, he loves using Manscaped, believes in it big time. That's why Manscaped has redesigned their electric trimmer and their lawnmower 2.0. That's right, I said lawnmower. Has a proprietary skin-safe technology so this trimmer won't won't nick or snag. (laughs) Uh, Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past and don't use the same trimmer on your face you're using down there, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just nasty. Yes. All providing Jones. Uh, Manscaped also has the crop preserver. Uh, Yes, and an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Well, hell, why not put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Oh, yeah, this is great. Uh, Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TAZ at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code TAZ at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code TAZ. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS is your number to call. CBS Sports Radio is Stoke Line, brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, 15 minutes. You can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Missed it. It was great. Uh, during the break, Moose, you were in here prepping and... Uh, 
Four Met fans just bucking it up in the control room. Nice, yeah, you yeah. should enjoy it. Yeah, 26 we were... and 10 in the second half, been great. It's me, Pete Pilati, Mike Basegla, Andrew yeah. Bogus. Yeah. I don't even know where he went. He walked away. They're on a great run. Yeah, they're on a great run. Fun yeah. last night, walk off. J.D. Davis again with a great hit. I know, man. I stayed awake and watched great this whole thing. A little late for me, bro. A little mm. late for me. I, I usually, I know you go to bed later and you're able to do your job here. Me, I go to bed 7 p.m. usually. You know, I need a lot of hours. Uh, yeah, so no. last night was rough, you know. Yeah, no, me. I was on the air last night after the game. So, yeah. yeah you, well, you got that S on your chest, on that sweatshirt. I do. So, you know. Every single day, my yeah. brother. <laughs> Every single day. Big S. Yes. With a triangle around No me. doubt about it. For <laughs> Superman. Uh, what's going on? Mr. Uh, Man Andrew Bogus. Mr. Here on? I am. Yes. Oh, oh, no, there already is a Mr. Man. Yeah, so I'll be Mrs. Matt. Mrs. No, Matt. No, 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 no. He's not, there's a Mrs. Matt, too. You know what he's? He's... he's Met Junior. Yes. Like he's like a little Met. Like I'll he's like it. a kid. No, no, there's no. What other, Mrs. Met. What other, there is. Mrs. What? Met has a crush on Thor. No, no, no. That's not the no. Uh, yes, I was referencing. Know. I'm a Met fan. What are you Bob, saying? No, no, no. Bob. No, Bob Feller. Hold on a second. Oh, no. Bob Feller. Let me blow it down, Ted. Sorry, Relax. sorry. I'm coughing. I mean, up. get off the caffeine All right, for a second. Bro. Jesus. You're right. All right, let's back it up. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> let me exactly get a word out and explain myself and begin. before you jump on down and my throat. Begin. I mean, God. <laughs> Mr. Met is Bob Usler, who does updates at WFAN in New York. So he that's wears the was, costume uh, no, at the game? I know, that's what I'm thinking. Stop, stop Andrew. Forget it. I'll shut my tall. microphone off. Uh, Go ahead. Well, anyway, so I don't look at you, uh, Andrew, as Mr. Met. No, I you shouldn't. I look at you as, as, as a Met junior, like a child Thank you. of Mr. and Mrs. Met. We I don't know Mr. who does Jeff Moose. I don't know Moose is. So Moose is back. So I... I so how is this guy, what's this gentleman's name? What's his name? Bob Huesler. How is Bob, Bobbo, how is Bob allowed to be called Mr. Met when there is a it's real a, Mr. Met? It's a joke. But it's a bad joke because there's no, already a Mr. Met. And joke. copyright infringement is not a joke ever. Oh, we stop it, you guys. <laughs> but it's real. I don't on. understand the joke. Well, let's move on. I don't get the joke. All right, take it away. Right. Here's your report. It is sponsored by the National Association of Realtors. Realtors do more than buy and sell homes. They stand up for your right to own one, too. That's what realtors do. Pac-12 football fans can get a little more sleep this fall. The conference is scrapping the idea of 9 a.m. Pacific kickoffs Kickoffs for now. What? But could revisit down the road. The conference says interested schools need more time to discuss the early kickoffs with all those that would be involved in such games. The idea sprung from the Pac-12's need to attract more attention from two-thirds of the country. To the pros, in two weeks after almost joining forces, the Cardinals have now signed veteran wideout Michael Crabtree. They released receiver Kevin White earlier in the day. White has played just 14 games since the Bears made him the seventh pick in the 2015 draft. He has twice broken his left leg, once his left shoulder. He had a pulled hamstring during this training camp. The Lions take tacking on a year and an $11 million salary to detackle Snacks Harrison's contract. He's now reportedly guaranteed $12 million between this season and next. And Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll says DK Metcalf's knee surgery showed no major damage as nice. expected. The rookie wideout expected back on the field soon. Hold on, you said Metcalf. I thought of the yes. Mets again, this Mr. Met thing real quick. Mm. Simple segue, mm. Moose. You notice what I did yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I have it, Moose. Andrew Bogus, instead of being like Met Junior or Mr. Met, apparently there's two of those, or Mrs. Met, <laughs> he could be Master Met. You know, like when a kid is named, oh, yeah. like, you know what I'm talking Master? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Master Charles, Master Vines, whatever it is. You know, like, yeah, I'm doing yeah. my English man. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah, Moose like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, it works, okay. Master Met. 
Get it? Master Map. Mm, sure. That works. Yeah. I think it's great. Yes. Sounds I'll like a plastic. Yeah. Right. Yes. Master Met. And, Master uh, Met. And uh, now, speaking ma- of Master or Master Met? Master Met. Master, Master Met. And speaking All right. of the Mets. Two on, two out, tie game, tenth inning. It's three and two again. The pitch. Davis hammers it toward the left field wall. That's going to get down. Base hit. And one hops the fence and left. Conforto scores. And would you believe it? The Mets do it again. Wayne Randazzo, Mets Radio. Then, J- then J.D. Call. Davis, post game on SNY. Hey, Mets fans. We did it again. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. J.D., yeah. he's fired up, man. I showed some, he showed some emotion. I love it. Fired up. These guys are fired up. They almost killed him ripping his jersey off the post-game celebration. Alonzo was all Well, that's his thing now. Dude's going to lose his shoulder. Right. right. Alonzo ripped up his jersey. Yeah, I mean, he did. And Conforto was in great shape. I didn't realize he was that good of shape. He actually had some muscle mass on him for a baseball player. That's rare. But uh, he, he, he Alex Davis was in better shape than Conforto. No, I don't know. I don't oh, know. Yeah, Look, Davis is bigger. Davis is bigger. I don't think he's in better shape. That's why he was wearing a shirt under his jersey. I think. I think if you compare, let's do a poll here. We can let's do a do poll. A let's do a side by side photo. Do a I think image if you do a side by side photo, I think I think Davis is in better shape than Conforto. I don't think so. I, well, then again, you 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 have much more of a history in fitness than I do, so you would know. You'd make you an expert. What is also a Mets insider. Well, because I'm an expert on this. I mean, you know, I, I, mean, I so. can recognize when people are in shape. Test. But I, I, I lived in gyms, bro. I mean, I'm telling you who's in better shape. It's we Davis. can do a poll all you it's want. JD it's Davis. definitely J.D. Davis. Davis. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening to a bunch of guys who've never even driven by a gym what that is, tell me who's in better shape. does that matter? It does matter. It does matter. It, it does, does matter. matter. I have you one know who's in shape. Who's, it, who's in better is, shape? Is, Schwarzenegger no, no, or Bellotti? Schwarzenegger. That logic makes no, tell me what's wrong with that logic. That logic makes no sense. So you mean to tell me, so you mean to tell me, so when, if I'm grading out baseball players. Right. If I played the game, I have a better eye of grading out a player than if I didn't. Well, you're asking the wrong guy because I'm not from the media, my background, so my answer is yes. That's nonsense. It's nonsense because you're from the media. Uh, no, it's not. It's, it's nonsense. Yes, it is. It is it's, it's, the guys that lived the game and trained their whole life at it, you're telling me that someone from the media has a better eye for who's a better player? Come so me, you bro. need – no, no. I, 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 <laughs> Stop. Yeah, absolutely. There are, there are scouts in baseball, football that never played the game. I'm not that are some of the great that. talent evaluators as well. There are guys that played the game – they couldn't articulate or pick out a football player that their life depended on. I, 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 you, look, we're stereotyping a bunch of different people. I'm saying as a whole, I think that people who've lived it, played it, trained in it, and it mm. was their lifestyle as opposed to someone who just covered it, you know, they have a pretty good eye for what's what. So that that's and what I think I'm saying. The, I think the people that are, are locked in and cover it or locked in and make a, a sport their livelihood – I think it have uh, it can have just as make good of an eye their, as anybody else. Moose, make a sport their livelihood. I'm talking about yeah. football, NBA players, NFL players, MLB players that they're, they're, they're feeding their families because of what they, they own a business. Their business is their body. So you're telling me that someone who covers the game, yeah. that, that it, it knows, the, knows the physicality, the sacrifices, what it takes to be a great player, what looks like a great player, better than someone that lives it? Yeah, I think you're, that is completely crazy to me. Crazy. Uh, how how is crazy. that crazy? I, I just laid it out for you. You want me to make it any simple? Like I just mentioned, was, was <laughs> Emmett Smith. Let me ask you this. Is Emmett Smith now a great talent evaluator? You're going to find like each. Like Jerry Rice? Have, what about Jerry Rice? Was he a great, is he a great talent evaluator? Uh, I don't know if he's a great talent. Uh, is he an analyst? Uh, well, <laughs> can he break down a play? <laughs> it was awful. 
Okay, so he was awful as Emmett an analyst. Emmett Smith was terrible. How's, how's Troy Aikman? Uh, Troy Aikman was great. I can, okay. I, I can also find guys that were – I can also t- uh, bring up numerous examples of of, of of guys and gals in in professional sports that never well, played we, professional we, we, sports we, we, that are that are some of the great talent evaluators in those respective I'm not with that, sports. but I'm just saying, like, it's just because you didn't do it doesn't mean that you got to look at other people that lived it and sweated it out and sacrificed – and I just don't like when they get they, they disrespected like that. To me, that's disrespect on people who physically sacrifice as opposed to people same, who read people who are reading about games and talking about it on TV no, no, and radio. Not reading, yeah. not, no, no, you're, you're it happens missing. in wrestling too. It really is no, annoying. Nobody like, is sitting like, back and and reading. And and I'm talking about guys and and gals that that make a respective sport that that know it backwards and forwards. Okay. I mean, there 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 is a differentiation here. Okay. I'm not talking about somebody sitting on their couch just reading game recaps. Uh, I, I'm not saying you are. I'm saying someone that sits, I don't care if it's an office cubicle, an office, on their couch, if they're on a radio or a podcast or right. TV, breaking down a game, I'm not ripping everyone. I'm just saying, you. I just find it very hard to believe that anybody, again, I'm coming from that other world, that anybody could think that someone who d- didn't live it uh, could know yeah, more I about know. someone who lived it. I, maybe because I lived it in my realm, so that's why I look at it like yeah. that. It's just crazy. Well, I mean, to me. I, but I, but I, you know, I, I, I hate that argument. That's I, okay. I it's really it's fine. I, it's it's, uh, it's you got to agree to disagree. Uh, no, because I think you're pigeonholing people. You shouldn't be pigeonholing. Uh, uh, well, all. I think you. Well, I think you. I'm not. No, I'm not. You I just, think, your I, name. You named Jerry I, Rice. You said I, Jerry I brought, Rice. I brought up numerous uh, athletes. And, that, and I, it, listen, every color commentator you named that sucked. That was a good player. That you would name. I could name one that was probably really good at color commentary. I'm, I'm sure. I'm but saying, so. with broad strokes, you're painting every athlete as more as the ability to has the ability to pick out talent better than anybody that covers the sport. I don't okay. think that's wrong. This whole conversation started with you and I, who could break down someone physically better? Who looks Correct. like they're in better because fitness shape? you I promise down you, the gym more than I No, have. I promise you what I forgot about fitness, you haven't learned. And that's a fact. And that's fine. Buddy. And that's, I don't care if you're insulted fine. or not. That's a fact. So I busted my ass I'm not for years, saying you bro. Didn't. Okay? I'm not saying I busted my ass in gyms and nutrition for years. But just because you, I don't... You I, telling me who looks but, better than who. But just because I <laughs> so, differ with your opinion does not mean you have to knock my opinion by pointing out of what you but, accomplished as a wrestler. No, it's not about a wrestler. It's about they, someone you know, who tra- that is, Hold on a minute. Hold on. Hold that on, doesn't hold make on, any hold sense. Don't, no, don't put me in a box and say it's about being a wrestler. It's about me training my whole life. Of and course, I, in wrestling. But see, you're saying my opinion. No, it's it's not about wrestling. It's about training in a gym and for fitness because I perform publicly half naked in front of the world in a living, for a of living. Of course. Here's the thing. You said about my opinion because it differs with yours. The difference is with this topic of fitness and someone who's in better shape, my opinion is built on 30 years of experience. And your opinion is built on just covering the games opinion, as far as my, fitness. As my far opinion as fitness. is built, built on 25 years of experience. But not, no, Different experience than yours, yeah, but, because, but experience one uh, and the same. No, the experience that I had, we're talking, let's stay on the topic. Let's I try am. to stay on the topic of fitness, of Michael Conforto, his physique, compared to JD. I'm telling you that you're saying my opinion and your opinion, my opinion in regards to fitness I lived the opinion, and it's built on years of experience of training all over the world in gyms, on fields, uh, eating properly. When I'm going to weddings, I'm bringing steamed chicken and brown rice while people are eating lasagna. Okay? So, you know, I sacrifice. I I don't want to hear someone telling me that didn't sacrifice in that realm. I understand about eating clean. That's not going to happen. It's not just about eating clean. I eat clean clean for 
freaking 20 something years. What does that have to do with being able to eyeball whether or not a guy's in good shape or not? Because I understand, okay, the lines and the aesthetic lines of someone's, uh, the lines of their physique. Moose, if you, if you really want to get into detail on this, I don't no, know if you want to do no, this. You, <laughs> I'm just you, telling you. No, I'm talking about? about the physique part and training. And, and as far as genetics, breakdown of the skeletal of a body, and if you want to get into lines of muscularity and, and leanness and muscularity, it's going to bore the audience, and I, I'm not it's not at, your expertise, no, and no, it's mine. And, uh, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in shape I used to be, but, but I'm just telling I'm not, you. It, it, you're not listening to what I'm saying. No, so I'm hearing everything you're, you're, you're listening. Not, you're not. not. It's not. You're yes, minim- no, no. In one sentence, you just minimize what I said by by basically talking about what you did. Right. When, when I have different experiences than you do. I've talked to trainers. I've talked to people with the Giants, with the Mets, with I the know. Jets, training yeah. staffs, and this and that. Now, I was not a professional athlete, right. but it does not mean I don't understand when people are in shape and what they need to do to be in shape, whether you're a football player, basketball player, or a baseball player. Right. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's not a matter of just because you lived it, eat it, and breathed it for 30 years as a, as a professional athlete, as a wrestler, does not mean that all of a sudden that I don't mm. know what I'm talking about because I didn't. Um, I didn't say I didn't say you don't well, know what you're talking about. I'm saying that I I live this part of it, and I I have a little I'm bit more of an you expert. That's the way it came across. It could have came across that way. Right. You could have took it the wrong way, and that's fine. But I'm just telling you, I live this game no, of doing this for a lot of years, and I'm very passionate about it. And it's my body feels it now because of all the heavy training I did and all the training I did. And it, it you know, I was I was always in pretty good shape. I was not walking around like I was Schwarzenegger or Frank Zane. But I'm just telling you, like I I I could look you and I could look at Conforto and JD, and I could sit there with all you all four of you guys, and I'll break down to you, and we could discuss it. Why I'm telling you, Conforto has leaner muscle. If you tested both these guys' body fat. If you tested their lean muscle mass, which is key, I promise you, Michael Conforto has more lean muscle mass just by seeing these guys, one with no shirt on and one with a tight compression shirt with no sleeves. Yeah, and I JD looked good, don't get me wrong, but I just felt like Mike Conforto just looked like more muscular. Yeah, I was just looking to see who looked better on a beach. Uh, That's what I'm talking about when I say lean muscle. Cause I'm you have joking lean, around. But I'm, I, it doesn't matter if you're joking around or not. I understand what you're saying, but I'm just saying that Conforto has – my opinion, more lean muscle mass. We got. Uh, what, did you post something, Mike? I have a side by side. I can put it up. I think it might need to go up. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Cool. What's going on, Andrew? Andrew what's going on? Oh, I'm still here. Yes. Uh, yes. It was four three Mets right, over it. Cleveland after ten innings last night. Uh, the Indians lucky that the Twins lost in the afternoon. They stay three back in the AL Central. But there's a change atop the NL Central this morning with the Cardinals losing a rain shortened home game with the Brewers five three and eight. And the Cubs taking a thriller from the Giants, 12-11 on Chris Bryant's two-run shot bottom eight. Chicago takes a half-game lead on St. Louis. The Dodgers drop the Blue Jays 2-1-10 and on a Max Muncie solo blast. That's their 50th win at home. The Orioles got their 41st win overall, 8-1 over the Royals last night. The Yankees losing in Oakland 6-4. The Phillies down the Red Sox 5-2. And the Nationals smoke the Pirates 11-1, fifth time in seven games that Washington scored double figures. And while you guys were going through Conforto versus J.D. Davis, <laughs> yes. a major Australian rally. This is a USA basketball exhibition in Melbourne ahead of the FIBA World Cup. And the Americans with just a 44-40 lead on the Aussies at halftime. All right. Back to somebody. House. You got it. Uh, we'll get it to uh, head out to Los Angeles, talk a little bit about the Melvin Gordon holdout. 
Uh, and it started getting a little ugly between the two sides. His side, the Chargers side, we'll get into that. The kicking situation for Matt Nagy and the Chicago Bears as well. Plenty to get into. It's Taz and the Moose on this uh, Thursday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. On this uh, Thursday morning, and and Taz, we hinted upon it yesterday a little bit. Uh, big announcement by the by Vince McMahon and the XFL uh, about uh, in the eight respective cities uh, that they will be playing football come 2020, uh, which is right around the corner. Uh, they unveiled uh, the team names and, and logos. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, 12.30 yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, Moose. I like a lot of them. Um, so just to go through the list of <clears throat> the names real quick for everybody here, we're going to do a BCS in a little bit on this deal here, right? So uh, you got Dallas Renegades. You got the Houston Roughnecks. You got the Los Angeles Wildcats. Not a fan of Wildcats. It sounds very collegiate, not professional. Uh, New York Guardians, um, which is my favorite, not just because I'm from New York, but, I mean, I... I just, that logo is pretty, it's gargoyle type thing. It's pretty cool. St. Louis Battlehawks, Seattle Dragons, Tampa Bay Vipers, Washington Defenders. Moose, what's your favorite? What's your least favorite? Um, I like the Dallas uh, Renegades. Renegades. Yeah. Yeah, That's I like the cool. the cowboy with the you know the like a like a like a what do you call it, like a bandit type a guy. A bandana right? yeah. on. Yeah, like a bandit. Like a right? bandit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that one. Um, you know, the Roughnecks, I mean, you know, it plays certainly, you know, to, you know, Houston and oil and everything like that. It's kind of the old Houston Oilers logo without totally being is. the Houston Oilers logo. It totally is, um, yeah. They incorporated the H into that. You're yeah, right. correct, the right. Refiner- What's that called, the refinery? Is that that's called the, yeah, the tower? Uh, is that a refinery? Is it called a refinery? No, I think a refinery is where they take the raw oil. Oh. And then make it. No, I don't think that's a refinery. That's like something. a pump. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know, know what it's called. Know it's something, It's a blimp. I like the Guardians. Uh, I don't know if I love Battlehawks, Dragons, you know, Vipers, you've heard before, right? I right. mean, the DC no, yeah. Defenders. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I like the Renegades. I, I, <clears throat> I, I agree with you. I, I, I do like the, the, the Guardians. Guardians. I think that's a good name as well. If um, I do like the logos, I, I, even though I don't love the name LA Wildcats, I think the logo with kind of the what is that you know Italian coming out of the A in Los Angeles, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, no, I agree. I think that's cool. Just the wild wildcat name. I'm not crazy about. You know, I gotta tell you, I don't know if you saw this because I think they put it out for every team. But so XFL, you know, Vince McMahon's XFL and and whoever's heading up his production. I'm not surprised what they did, but. It really was awesome, especially the New York Guardians one. If you saw most, they did hype videos. Yeah. And, man, that New York Guardian one, um, Mike, it's on the XFL Twitter, I think. I'm looking at it right now. It is unreal. I mean, it's tremendous. Now, a lot of people, football traditionalists, bury it, you know, just because it's not the NFL because it's – but I'll tell you what, the production of it, I don't know what kind of teams he's going to be, how good the play is going to be. I have no freaking clue. Um, but I know this much, the the uh, the blanket, the branding of it, um, you know, and I'm not surprised. Vince and his team are doing a really good job of it already. So Yeah, the, 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 I thought the rollout yesterday, um, 
was good from what I saw. You, you mentioned certainly it has the, the hype videos. I mean, we can, you know, you can nitpick and poke at whether or not you love the names or, or you know, the color schemes or the like and, and say, you know, uh, someone could get on their high horse with that. What it comes down to is, you know, when this league gets going, what, February of 2020, uh, you know, you kind of hit upon it there in a passing thought, Taz, is uh, it comes down to quality of play. It does, um, yeah. And, um, you know, whether it be the Guardians, the Renegades, Roughnecks, Wildcats, Vipers, Dragons, Battlehawks, or Defenders, um, if the games aren't good and they're not entertaining, uh, people are going to tune out real fast. And yeah. you saw that with the Alliance for American Football where there was the initial – reaction and watching week one Taz where people were into it and people were responding everyone on social media this isn't half bad I could watch this I could watch this but then there was a precipitous drop off in viewership as that league went along to the point where you know they had trouble with financing and couldn't even finish out their uh, initial season before the league was disbanded I'm not saying that's happening to the XFL right right they've taken their time (laughs) yeah you never know I mean I, I get a sense Taz they're finishing the year I mean, you know, I, I would. I mean, I, so. I, I would be absolutely stunned. I, yeah, you know, I would. I would think that he's going into it, Vince, with the having enough financial capital where he doesn't have. To, uh, obviously, he's not leaning on anybody else. They're no. not bringing another investor in no. and giving them carte blanche the ability to scuttle the league. That's right. that's not happening. No, it's so, his money. <laughs> yeah, it's his money, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'd be stunned. I mean. I, you know, and ultimately, I, as as you know better than anybody, Taz, you worked for him for you know uh, well over a decade. How many years you uh, worked just for? A, just about a decade. Uh, yeah, just like about nine a and a half years. Yeah, so yeah, so I mean, you work, you work, you know Vince better than anybody. Yeah, um, pretty good. And and this is uh, this is certainly a guy that uh, you know doesn't have to worry about money, and but certainly a guy that's motivated by the failure of the XFL in the past, and kind right. of in his mind wants a right or wrong. I agree. And you mentioned that AAF thing, and I, I was a big supporter of it. I was watching, and I was one of those people like, like you just mentioned that dropped off after a few weeks. I just lost interest in it because the, the play just wasn't there. Um, but, you know, if production and the quality and the branding of it is anything what XFL's doing, it just shows you how much money he's putting into this stuff. Every team got these, this imaging done for them. You know, and again, Moose, like you just said, nice, it has nothing to do with the X's and O's of football. Let's take a listen to him, Moose, of this is the New York Guardians franchise. And this is just the audio, but the video is legit. But let's just take a listen here. Centuries carved of stone. Watchdogs over the metropolis. A prehistoric predator. A beast evolves, turned loose in a new kind of jungle. All teeth and talons, eyes unblinking. They know fear because they feed off it. They're your first line of defense, and there is no need for a second. Oh, that's a good line. The New York Guardians, on duty. February 2020. Nice. Yeah, cool it's great. Right I got goosebumps. Did you get goosebumps? No. I did not get goosebumps. Oh, yeah, because you're not, normal. I'm not normal. I did, That's not, why you uh, I did not get goosebumps or probably not as emotionally attached as you are. But um, <laughs> I'm not on a team. No, I'm joking around. It was <laughs> just funny a though. joke. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I do think that uh, – I think it's great. But I expected that. I, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I, you I know, think that's, that's yeah, kind of right. not yeah. out of the ordinary. I mean, he, you know, Vince plays a big game. Yeah, you know, right. he, he doesn't cool. mind spending money. Yeah. Uh, you know, he wants to, He wants this to make this bigger than life. Uh, he wants to grab attention, Taz. 
I'm not surprised that it was well done. Right. Uh, right. A guy production his success, yeah. right, right, production right. wise. I'm I'm not surprised by that. They, you know, I, I when they unveiled the videos, I didn't think it was going to be somebody running out. You know, wearing you know shoulder pads and a helmet and say, "Hey, here's the New York Guardians. Let's move on. They're going to be great, yeah, right? They're going to be fantastic. <laughs> here's the LA Wildcats. Yeah. So I, you know, yeah. I expected it to be kind of like sleek, a, a July Fourth, yeah, yeah, yeah that, production that's heavy. Great. Yeah. He does a fantastic job. As you know, his team does a great job. They with do. That. Spend a lot of money. He spends yeah. no expense. I think he's just trying to show the sports world. Look, you know, I'm. You know, I'm I'm in this for real. I'm in this. I'm spending money. I want this to be great. I want this to be right. We'll see. I mean, you know, with the AAF failing, you know, as we talked about when that happened, unfortunately for them, but you know, at least now you have more of a pool of players. Could you imagine if AAF was flourishing? Now you get the NFL, you get Canadian football, you got arena football. You have uh, AAF. Let's say they were still around, and then the next pool of players could go to the XFL. That would have been real bad. So, you know what I mean? At least now, maybe some of those better players yeah. you know, from AAF could end up with Could end up with the, the XFL. Uh, you know, and, and, and Taz, they, they've got to find quarterbacks. That's, I mean, the, that's, that's the deal. That's the big thing. That's it. I mean, you've got to find guys that can throw the football, can throw it accurately, can move the football. I mean, that's of, of prime importance um, for a league that's trying to establish themselves because nobody wants to sit there, Taz, and watch a quarterback throw the ball 10 yards over a receiver's head. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Nobody That's wants to thing. see that. Nobody wants to watch bad quarterback play. That's why we talk about how important the quarterback position is in the NFL. It's the great difference maker, right? And, yeah, yeah. You know, they can raise the level of everybody else. And when we've watched enough football to know when bad quarterback play, you're not going to sit there and watch it. Nobody wants to watch backups in the NFL. No, no, no. No, they got to, you know, that's the thing with the XFL. They're going to have to, they, they got to sign a big star, like a big name. And it's not going to, I'm not saying Manziel's a big star. It's not going to be him because Vince put out the credo. Anyone with any kind of a record, you know, like, a, you know, they're not going to be allowed in the league. So, you know, um, we'll see. I, I don't well, we got I, BCS coming your way later on. You know, I didn't love the, I thought the Dragons, they could have been a little bit more creative with that one. What, the, the vignette or the logo? No, no, the, the logo. Yeah, uh, the no, Seattle you're not Dragons. And the Battlehawks logo stinks. Yeah, I don't love that one. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, the, the hype videos were fantastic. I'm going to watch them all during the break. Yeah, we'll go camping next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.